Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. Find out about their upcoming DUX Expo at duckexpo.com. That's duckexpo.com. And by the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources Hunter Education Program, dnr.wi.gov. I'm Dan Small, and today, Dan Durbin gives us a preview of next weekend's Wisconsin Fishing Expo in Madison. Kayla Sass of the Wisconsin DNR offers safety advice for turkey hunters, and guest host Rob Driesline of Outdoor News Radio interviews Logan Nevins about the upcoming DU Expo. All that and more coming up on Outdoors Radio, so stay right there. It's time now for Madison Outdoors, and this is a report you hear every week at this time on Fox Sports 1070 AM and anytime at all on our podcast, which you can get on LakeLink or iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. And joining us once again is Pat Hasberg, proprietor of DNS Bait Tackle and Fly Shop on Northport Drive on Madison's northeast side. His website is dsbait.com, and he's also got a link to his Facebook page there where you can see his latest fishing report. Pat, thanks for joining us, and welcome back to the Outdoors Radio Network. Hey, Dan, great to be here. The big question is, how's the ice holding up? The ice is holding up well, actually. You know, we've had a couple warm days here, but we got some snow down here. It came down as about 8 inches, but it all compacted down to about 4. And that's actually insulated the snow or the ice from the warmer temperatures we've had the last few days. we got a little bit of rain now coming down as we're talking, but, you know, it's going to be cold again here Thursday. It sounds like some more cold weather coming in, and then maybe a little bit of warm weather next week, but then some cold behind that. So a bit of a weather roller coaster lately, but honestly, the ice has held up really great around town, and folks are still running ATVs most places. So I think we're in pretty good shape. Well, good. Yeah, roller coaster is probably the most appropriate word for the kind of crazy winter we've enjoyed or experienced or suffered through, depending on your perspective this year. Yeah, you mentioned rain, and of course, we're recording this a couple days early because Jeff is on his way to a lake in southern Minnesota for an ice fishing tournament, and I hope they have the right kind of weather for that, but we'll find out. Anyway, so ice has been holding up, so how's the fishing? Your report says there's been action pretty much all over the chain. Yeah, the fishing has actually been pretty great. A lot of the shallow areas, you've got panfish moving back in now. So up here on the north side, uh, Cherokee Marsh, very popular place. I was kind of quiet the last three weeks or so, but it seems like bluegills are starting to move back in there. A lot of areas in Monona Bay downtown, also a very popular spot for fishing been mostly a bluegill hotspot. We've had uh, some crappies start to move in there. Upper Mud Lake, same deal over there. It's been a lot of bluegills, but the crappies have started to move in there as well. And uh, the perch bite out over the deep water on both Monona and Mendota has been pretty great. A lot of big schools, but it seems like they're moving around fast this time of year, or this year for whatever reason. So they're hard to stay on top of, but folks are getting good numbers of fish out there. Now, are those perch suspended? Are they on bottom, or does that depend on the day and the mood of that particular school? It depends on the day. If you'd asked me that question a week ago, I would have said all the fish that you're going to want to be targeting are going to be suspended four to six feet up off the bottom in about 60 to 65 feet of water. But just over the last couple of days, it sounds like most of the 
larger fish that folks are catching are just single fish that are tight to the bottom. And I've heard reports of fish in anywhere from 40 to 60 feet of water. So kind of a range and, it, it, you know, it varies, but uh, there's plenty of folks out there getting on the fish and, you know, they come in here and talk to me and kind of report back. So it changes uh, week by week, but uh, they're, they're definitely out there and they're definitely hungry. Now, I saw a video that you posted from a guy, all I got is his first name, Robert, I think. He does Back to Basics Outdoors. He was fishing in deep water out there in Mendota the way we did it, as he said, 25, 30 years ago with the old Mendota rig. And he didn't have a great day, but he toughed it out, and I guess people actually enjoyed watching the old school style of fishing. Yeah, it was pretty neat for him to make that video. What it really shines a bright light on is how far fishing has come, especially in the in the way of electronics. Forty years ago, or you know, or even earlier, sixty years ago, folks going out and just drilling a hole and sitting there and waiting, they definitely got fish. But nowadays with electronics, you know, you pop a hole and you poke your electronics down there, and if there's no fish, you move on. That was a really neat video to see, and he missed a couple fish. Yeah. Obviously, that's frustrating, but just like I said, just shows how far we've come in, in the way of technology as far as uh, locating fish. So it, it was interesting to see how that worked out for him. Yeah, it was. And then if you follow him, his next video was up on Lake Superior with my friend Tommy Hicks, and they were out just hammering whitefish and i think there were herring and whitefish in that bunch and i think they got one lake trout as well and he commented that you know it really helps to go out with somebody who knows what he's doing and puts you on fish which is what a hired guide will do or they won't stay in business absolutely i mean especially if you're new to an area there's no better way to kind of flatten that learning curve than to hire a guide and they can you know show you what fish in that particular body of water are interested in and where they're located and you know otherwise you're just kind of stumbling around out there trying to figure it out on your own so it's a great way to get ahead of the head of the curve there yeah it sure is now another interesting thing i noticed in your report was an aerial photo of lake monona and for people who didn't see that one tell us what you saw in that photo boy it's a very interesting photo and it really just highlights what a kind of strange winter we've had. It was an aerial photo of Lake Monona, and there, it was completely snow-covered, so you can kind of pinpoint you know, what week it was, and I think it was from about a week and a half ago now when we had gotten some snow out there, and what it showed was just the vast areas of open water out there. In years past, that really hasn't been an issue. We would have basically good ice cover across the whole lake, and obviously you know, areas to look out for where there's current. But that photo showed on the north end of the lake where the Yara River comes in, there's an area that's several hundred yards long and, and a couple hundred yards wide that is just wide open water. And then another area over near the city of Monona, near an area they call the Rock Pile, Wild Haven Park, that is just, it, I mean, it's gigantic, yeah. the, the hole out there. Yeah. It's from moving water that's coming through there. There's a, a bunch of current that's coming through there. And we just haven't had the cold winters that we're used to. I was just out fishing on a midnight hump here on Lake Mendota this last weekend. And normally this time of year, minimum, you'd be looking at 12 inches of ice or up to 18 inches of ice this mm -hmm. time of year. Yeah. And I only had 8 inches of ice out there. Wow. And so... It really just shows how just a little bit of current areas can really prevent ice from forming. And 
on that same aerial photo, the area of Wickawack Bay, it's called now, but formerly known as Squaw Bay. Uh-huh. It was almost completely wide open. And normally this time of year, I'd be fishing down there for bluegills in the weeds. And right now, it's almost all open water. So it's just a, a really stark reminder of what we're dealing with with climate change and, and some of the, you know, these odd winters that we're having. You know, all it takes is one mild January and it kind of screws everything up. Yeah, it certainly does. Now, I didn't, uh, I wasn't able to uh, zoom in on that uh, photo, but were you able to do that? Could you actually see anglers on the ice or not? I couldn't. No, it was, I mean, it was, it was taken from a satellite in yeah. space, and so I, and I don't, I don't even know what day it was taken, but there, frankly, there haven't been that many anglers out on Lake Monona because of that open water. I mean, it, rightfully so. It, it's scary stuff, and yeah. you know, you see open water on. I mean, it's got to be almost a quarter of the lake, yeah. there, maybe more like an eighth of the lake at least has open water on it right now, and that's just not what people are used to. So a lot of folks have been st- staying away from it all lately. Yeah, it's surprising to see that. Well, we before we let you go, what are you? What do you suggest people do this weekend if they want to get out and try some ice fishing? Well, like I said, there's still lots of great ice around the chain down here. Bluegills are starting to move in shallow. Pike are getting their feet bag on right now, getting ready to spawn. So there's a lot of great pike action. I was just talking to a, a couple guys here who, you know, they, they're almost complaining about having so much tip-up action they can't even sit down in their shacks anymore. Oh, life, it, open or anything. life is hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so many flags are getting sweaty out there. Oh, running around. Yeah. And, you know, the walleye bite's been great. Shallow water panfish is great this time of year, and the pike action is just only going to get better as, as uh, we move into late ice here. Fantastic. All right. Well, and I know you post fisheries and other events on your door. And you also mm-hmm. mentioned those in your fishing report. We don't have time to go into detail on those right now. But before we let you go, your shop hours. We are open 6 to 6 every day, except Sunday we close at 5. So open nice and early for folks getting out on the ice. And, and here at a decent time if you're on your way home from work to pick something up. All right. Well, Pat, thanks so much. And hope the ice holds up for a couple more weeks anyway. And uh, we'll talk trout fishing next time maybe. Let's do it. Yeah, it sounds great. Always a pleasure talking to you, Dan. All right, you bet. Pat Hasberg, proprietor of DNS Bait Tackle and Fly Shop on Northport Drive on the northeast side of Madison. His website, dsbait.com, Facebook, DNS Bait and Tackle. You'll find him there, and you can watch and listen to his latest fishing report posted every Friday morning. I'm Dan Small, more outdoors radio right after this. If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupe and Abraham, named best personal injury law firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupe and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm voted best and rated best, Hupe and Abraham, 800-800-5678 or visit hupe.com. And all 11 offices of Hupe and Abraham in Wisconsin, Iowa, and Illinois are open for business. And the firm of Hupe and Abraham has paid thousands of dollars in rewards to help solve crimes in southeast Wisconsin around Milwaukee. Michael Hupe is the president of Milwaukee Crime Stoppers, and he's offering a $25,000 reward for the next anonymous tip that solves a homicide case. So if you've got a tip on an unsolved homicide case, 
Visit MilwaukeeCrimestoppers.com. Well, joining me from Wisconsin Rapids just before he hits the road for Minnesota and the first ice fishing tournament in a while, Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, are you set for this tournament? Yeah, you think I'm as set as I'm going to be. I, I, there's there's so much to learn when we get on the ground uh, or on the water, I suppose. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to that that type of homework. Oh, good. Well, have you been preparing, or or how do you prepare? You get out and ice fish every chance you get, right? Yeah, you know, I I try to put a lot of time into my equipment so that I know exactly what is going to work and what doesn't. I mean, I I was just uh, fishing uh, earlier this week and uh, fishing 24 feet of water, had a relatively heavy bait on to, uh, to get down quickly, um, and I had kind of gone over my rods before I got to that day, but I realized that when I got to 24 feet, I heard a snap, and I looked Ooh. down at the reel, and that's all the line I had on that reel. <laughs> oh, 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 I've been there. <laughs> so so uh, I was like, oh, well, I I guess it's a good thing that this happened, because I can take it back home and uh, restring everything, and you know, it's uh, sometimes it's uh, I, I, I don't necessarily strip every rod every time every year. Um, it all depends on how often they get used and, and what I'm using them for. And I guess that one just, uh, you know, has been stripped a number of times and I was darn near the end. So, um, so it's stuff like that, you know, that, that I, I make sure that we're, we're ready to go before we get there. But, um, but, you know, a lot of it is e-scouting, checking out lake maps and trying to scour the internet for any, you know, viable piece of information that talks about where fish are being caught, even if it was 10, 20 years ago. I want to see where, um, where a start point might be or where a community hole might be and, and kind of use that to my advantage before I even get there to give myself just an idea of what, what things look like. Yeah. And you're going to which lake now in Minnesota? So we're going to French Lake in Fairbaugh, Minnesota. Um, and, uh, it's in Rice County. So it's, uh, Rochester, south of the cities. Sure. Um, and, uh, we're, uh, fishing for crappies and bluegills and, and, um, the lake has plenty of both. Crappies probably run a little on the smaller side. 12 will probably be the top end. Probably see a lot of 10 inchers. Uh, gills run probably right around that nine inch size. So no monster, monster fish. Uh, but certainly, uh, fair bags of, of fish available. A lot of sheep's head. So, um, mm-hmm. we're going to be watching probably schools of sheep's head on the forward facing sonar, um, and trying to determine whether or not those are, are crappies or, or, or sheep's head and whether we waste our time chasing them. So that'll be probably the biggest challenge over three days of pre-fishing before the event. Yeah, and you better have plenty of line on your reels because if a sheep's head takes off, yeah, it's be... gonna be a, gonna be a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Well, I wish you luck, and we will hear a full report next week. I'm sure. Yeah, um, thanks, Dan. Yeah, I've been doing a little rabbit hunting during the warm weather we had last weekend. The rabbits did fine. I had two shot opportunities. One, I went out one day with a 22 and. Jumped two of them, and, you know, that's just kind of a waste of time. I threw two shots at the first one, and I could see he kept running. He made a big circle. I never did kick him up again. And then out with Ozzy with a shotgun the next day and tried to, you know, you you walk with a partner, you kick brush, and you hope that the rabbit runs toward the partner. Well, this rabbit ran out right behind me, and, again, I snapped a quick shot at him and saw him keep going. So 
We just educated a couple of them is all we did. <laughs> but that happens. Yep. Hey, it is winter show season. Gosh, we got the Milwaukee Mus- Muskie Expo in West Bend this weekend. Wisconsin Fishing Expo in Madison next weekend. There's an outdoor expo up in Green Bay next weekend as well. And then March 9 through 12 at State Fair Park, the big one, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Sports Show. And then the open season Sportsman's Expo at Kalahari Resort in the Dells. Lots of opportunities to check out new gear, catch some seminars, and chat with pro staffers, boat dealers, and others in the outdoor industry. I've even got three appearances myself in March and April, and we'll tell you about those as we get closer to those dates. I don't suppose you're doing any sports shows this winter, are you? Well, uh, there's nothing set in stone, but I might go down to the Fishing Expo on the 25th. Uh, next weekend and uh, sit in the uh, P3 Plastics booth for uh, at least a, at least a half a day. We'll see. I, I'm not sure if I've completely fit that into the schedule. We'll see. Well, I hope you do, and we'll let folks know if you're going to be there. If we know in time, folks, uh, just look for Jeff in the what booth is it now? The P3 Plastics. Uh, the P- the John and Grant and Josh, the guys that uh, do the P3 Plastics. I've been working with them uh, since since they were. <laughs> just some guys trying some stuff out in their garage so it's great to see their success and they named a couple of uh assortments after you right yep yep they've got the the mr hardwater pack and uh the folks can check that out and pick up some kind of ready to use bait packs at their local lakes all right well speaking of expos wisconsin fishing expo producer dan durbin is going to preview next weekend's fishing expo at the alliance center in madison then Wisconsin DNR outdoor skills trainer Kayla Sauce offers safe hunting advice for new turkey hunters. And guest host Rob Dreesline of Outdoor News Radio, he's been on the show before, he's going to talk with Logan Nevins of Ducks Unlimited about the DU Expo coming to the Texas Motor Speedway in Fort Worth, down in Texas, May 5 through 7. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Winter blues bugging you? Got big muskies on your mind? We can help with that. Come to the Milwaukee Muskie Expo, February 17, 18, and 19 at Washington County Fair Park in West Bend. Talk with lure manufacturers, retailers, clubs, guides, outfitters, and lodges. Catch seminars by the country's top muskie pros. Check out the latest muskie tackle, baits, resorts, boats, and lots more. Milwaukee Muskie Expo, a family event you don't want to miss. MilwaukeeMuskieExpo.com Introducing the all-new OutdoorNews.com, the most trusted source for all things out of doors in the Great Lakes region just got better. At OutdoorNews.com, you'll now have full access to every outdoor news story, breaking news and updates, our comprehensive fishing and hunting reports, pro tips, and much more for our seven-state region and beyond. Top hunters and anglers look to Outdoor News to keep them up to date and ahead of the crowd. Now it's easier than ever with the all-new OutdoorNews.com. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. The Midwest's largest fishing website, lake-link.com, is your online fishing resource. 
90% of Lake Link's features are yours to use free of charge. And members get access to Lake Link's online lake map library, lets you get GPS coordinates of any spot on the lake, and export waypoints to your onboard electronics. Members also get free outdoor classified ads, discounts on online store merchandise, and a whole lot more. You can also listen to Outdoors Radio 24-7 on Lake Link. Listen to this week's show, catch any of our past shows, subscribe to our podcast, or even sign up for our weekly e-newsletter so you'll know in advance what's coming up right here. Just type in the keyword radio. See what you've been missing. Log on to lake-link.com today. That's lake-link.com. If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic, LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms, makes, and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. The Wisconsin Fishing Expo returns to the Alliant Energy Center in Madison next weekend, February 24th through the 26th. You can learn all about it online at wifishexpo.com. And joining me now to talk about the expo is Wisconsin Fishing Expo co-producer Dan Durbin. Well, Dan, welcome back and thanks for joining us. Uh, Thanks a lot for having me, Dan. Appreciate it. Now, I mentioned that it's next weekend... At the Alliance Center, what are the hours of those three days? 3 to 8 on Friday, 9 to 7 Saturday, and 9 to 4 on Sunday. You've got a lot going on there. This expo is probably the biggest fishing-related expo in the state, uh, and maybe biggest in the Midwest, or at least one of them. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely argue it's the biggest in the Midwest. We're at about 150,000 square feet. And this year we've had the most booths we've ever had, We're over 340 booths. And you got 13 different boat dealers coming, representing just about every brand in the business. Wow. Now, how, how do you get more booths into that Alliance Center, or are you using the building next door? We're still using the Alliance Energy Center, but we just kind of reconfigured the floor plan a little bit. One of the big bulk spaces that was a boat dealer, um, actually that dealer is now out of business. Ah. So, uh Unfortunately for them, but what we did was we added a bunch of 10 by 10 booths to fill up that massive space, and I think consumers have really liked that. It, they, they love the boats, of course, they're great, but um, they loved all the gear and tackle and, and things like that that you can't find at the big box stores, especially. Yeah, and that's one of the big attractions of your show. Your show is one where people can find tackle they won't find anywhere else. What What kinds of things can people find there? Oh, gosh, it's everything. We have a lot of musky vendors. We've got more trout vendors than we've ever had as well, so flies and stuff like that. And uh, an unbelievable amount of bass stuff from plastics to hard baits. And there's over a dozen booths that are just devoted to walleye stuff. I mean, and then, and of course, the big brick and mortar retailers like Thorn Brothers and Wilderness Fish and Game. And it's a tremendous amount of stuff. You really would have a hard time not finding something that you want, no matter what species, you know, except for saltwater, of course. And you've got seminars going on pretty much nonstop, don't you? Yeah, we've got 26 different seminars. It, it, again, it's bass, walleye, panfish, musky, electronics, kayak, 
and some special events devoted for women, and then another three seminars that are strictly for kids. Greg Karch is doing that. I mean, one of the seminars alone, he's giving away 75 rod and reel combos. The next one, 75 tackle boxes. Yeah, the most speakers we've ever had as well, and, and just covering every topic. And we have a brand new one. We've never had bow fishing speakers this year. We have two different seminars devoted to that. And that's a growing sport. I mean, it's been going on for many, many years. I I remember bow fishing, gosh, when I was a kid, and then doing TV shows on the, the sport back in the 80s. But it's gotten high-tech now, and there are some people who, that's their main style of fishing. That's almost all they do. Oh, gosh, yeah. And the, the rigs they run are incredible, whether it's an airboat or this massive light systems. And In fact, we have, a, I think, a 21-footer there that's sort of a display that will be right next to our bow fishing exhibit for kids so they can actually have an interactive, they, you know, we have little bow and arrows set up with, you know, strings on them that they can shoot at various targets and stuff like that. I mean, there's... And that's, that's the thing for the kids, too. We've got 10 different kids' events, from our bumper boats, the trout pond. And in our trout pond, we tag the fish, so there's 20 different tagged fish, so kids can win prizes. Balloon animals, kids' casting contest, the mock fishing pond, face painting, and then our prize patrol and the bingo was a real big hit that we introduced. The first 500 each day go around the expo and get their cart punched at various, we call them, fishing holes. And they return that, they bring it back to the Slinger Outdoors, that's the local high school fishing team at Slinger. They bring it back there and they get a, a prize package, probably pushing eight, nine dollars, you know, and with an acne lure, they're one of the sponsors and tattoos and, you know, kid stuff, candy, all that. So it's, it's cool because it runs them around the whole expo and our vendors love it because it's specifically built to, to increase traffic flow to every corner of the expo so there's really no bad spot. That's really a clever design to that program and this is really kind of like trick or treat for kids <laughs> for kids interested in fishing isn't it it is yeah yeah and if you're one of the one of the vendors that is one of the designated fishing holes you're going to be really busy all day <laughs> and, and it's cool for them you know, right they're getting a younger demographic to show up at their booth so it's uh, it's a win-win for everybody now that's something that a lot of people in the outdoor industry have been focused on in recent years is trying to get more young people into hunting and fishing. And in an event like yours with 10 activities for kids, that really takes a, a giant step in that direction, I think. Yeah, we really are focusing on that. I mean, it's always been a family show. You know, kids 12 and under get in free. And then and Sunday is actually, we kind of are, it's an unofficial WIFA day, which is the Wisconsin Interscholastic Fishing Association. So that's about a hundred and some teams, I think 130 actually, at various high schools that have fishing tournaments and clubs and stuff like that. We let them in for free on Sunday and they wear their all, their fancy NASCAR shirts and stuff like that. And it's just a nice event for them. They kind of call it their own. And again, the vendors love seeing all that young blood come in there buying stuff. Yep. Absolutely. Well, once again, tell us the hours and uh, what are the ticket prices and where can we learn more? The hours are 3 to 8 Friday, 9 to 7 Saturday, 9 to 4 Sunday. This year we also have online ticketing, so if anybody's been there on a Saturday, you can get pretty busy and the doors, the, <laughs> the line can be pretty big, so that'll help. You can you just go through, scan your code, and you're in. And then we have two ways to get into the expo, one off Rimrock and one off of Rusk Avenue, which is just going to help people get in quicker whether they take the belt line or a different way. It's just, there's a whole other entrance, so it'll help alleviate the lines. Well, that's great. Yeah, I mean, in the seeker, too, don't, you know, if you really want it to be lighter, go go on a Friday or a Sunday, and, and don't go, you know, from that 
10 to 1 time frame. That's when it's really packed. Those other times I mentioned, you can navigate through. They're really nice. It's not bad. Yep. All right. Well, Dan, thanks so much, and I hope you have a great show, and we will send folks to your website and uh, hopefully send a bunch of them to the show. That's great. I appreciate that. Dan Durbin, the co-producer of the Wisconsin Fishing Expo, coming up next weekend at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison. Very easy to get to, and lots going on there. February 24th through 26th, you can learn more online at wifishexpo.com. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Up next, guest host Rob Driesline, host of Outdoor News Radio, interviews Logan Nevins of Ducks Unlimited about the upcoming DU Expo in May. Hey, I want to look ahead to a really cool event that's coming up in May. It's the Ducks Unlimited Expo. It's down in Texas. It's an event I have not attended before, but I want to get there. Joining us now to talk about it is Logan Nevins. Logan is the National Events Manager for Memphis, Tennessee-based Ducks Unlimited, and he says hello to us right now. How's it going, Logan? Very good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for jumping in on the broadcast. Uh, we'd like to talk about things going on beyond our borders up here in the upper Midwest occasionally. And this DU Expo is uh, quite a quite an event. Tell us a little bit about it. You're in you're in year three. Is that what I understand? Yeah, that's correct. This is our third annual Dust Limited Expo. Uh, it's going to take place May five, six, and seven uh, down at Texas Motor Speedway there in Fort Worth, Texas, and uh, it's a a three-day hands-on consumer show uh, where everybody can see, try, and buy the latest products from the outdoor world. It's a very exciting event. Purina is our presenting sponsor for that event and has been for the last couple of years. And uh, we put together a great uh, variety of activities and, and companies to visit with and, and see their products and try them out. For folks who are familiar with Game Fair in this part of the world in the upper Midwest, it seems, a, you know, kind of a similar sort of event. You've got a lot of, you got dogs, right? You've got a lot of live shooting going on. You got calling contests, emphasis on conservation. For folks who, who've been to Game Fair, is it, uh, are there some similarities? Yeah, there's some similarities to it. There's a lot of, uh, exhibitor, you know, base there where you can come and, and see everything from game calls to firearms, to uh, ATVs, and, and you mentioned the dogs. Karina, one of the exciting things they're bringing to us this year is the Incredible Dog Challenge. So you may have seen that aired on NBC Sports in years past. It's a premier canine performance sporting event. So they have everything from dog agility to high-flying discs and different Olympic-style performances and things like that where people compete all across the country. So that's a really exciting thing that they're going to have there. Uh, it'll be recorded to, to air at a later date. It's a very big event that uh, we're excited to host at DUX this year. Tell us a little bit about the timing. Uh, May, not really a, a time of year that we're thinking about waterfall hunting, right? We kind of come off our waterfall seasons in most of the country already. They're they're wrapped up. Pacific Flyway still got some hunting going on, I think, as we speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that, and that's one reason, like game fair up here, the timing is yeah, it's usually a month or so before the uh, the waterfall seasons get going. Tell us about why you know. 
right in the middle of the May, the hardest spring is is a good time for an event like this down Texas way. Being in Texas, the the weather plays plays a factor, obviously, trying to keep the weather front of mind. But, you know, the other thing, too, that uh, is very big for us with this event is it's everything outdoors. So we we don't want to focus just on the waterfowl component of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We want to make sure that there's something there for everybody, whether you're into fishing to hiking to shooting to uh, whatever your pursuit is in your favorite pursuit that you, you do outdoors, we want you to have a place to come and, and see new products and talk to experts and things like that. So uh, May is a good time for that to, to remind people of all the different activities you can do outdoors and also keep waterfowling front of mind as well. Folks can find information on the event at duckexpo.com. That's D-U-C-K expo.com. I presume they can also get there through uh, the Ducks Unlimited website, which is just ducks.org, isn't it? That's correct. Yeah, so a couple of good ways to get there. So you are in year three. What have you learned about uh, producing a show like this uh, the first two years, Logan? What, what do the crowd seem to respond to about this event that's made it successful? Yeah, we've had uh, some some great attendance the last couple of years and, and looking forward to uh, continuing to grow that uh, this year in year three. And one of the things that people really uh, like about our event and really respond to that we've learned is the outdoor aspect of the event where you can drive ATVs. We have our regional calling contest. There's just so much that people can do uh, when they come to this event. It really is, you know, everything outdoors is there. So the the shooting village is probably one of the one of the top things that they uh, are really drawn to, and, and uh, we're excited to be able to provide that opportunity for our attendees. One thing that I noticed that maybe makes it different from Game Fair is uh, there's opportunities here to test ATV and UTVs on a dirt track, right? Complete, you got mud pits, that whole thing. Uh, that's a market that continues not only to grow, but really expanded diversity. The, the different types of UTVs I've seen over the years, you can really customize for waterfall hunting. They're pretty amazing. That looks like a, a really great facet of the Ducks Unlimited Expo. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the ATV and UTV test tracks are very, very popular. You know, we've had companies like Polaris and Can-Am have been there in years past and will continue to attend. And you can try out all of their new product lines. Last year, Polaris had their full electric uh, UTV there, which was really exciting for people to see. Come on out and hop in a an ATV or a UTV and, and ride it around the track. And there's rock pits and going over logs and hills and berms and you know you can fully put the unit to the test and try it out for yourself so i'm looking at uh, the agenda the schedule for the calling contest at the ducks unlimited expo and it's pretty incredible not only does does it just ducks and geese but i see you got a breakout for uh for white front speckle bellies huh yeah, that's correct. So we have everything from our big D regional calling contest, which is a sanctioned event to qualify for the World Championship Duck Calling Contest that's in Stuttgart every November. So that's kind of our big calling contest there. And then we have everything from Canada's to speckle bellies to uh, team calling and, and everything in between. So it's a, a really great contest. If you've never participated in one, come on out, check it out. It's a lot of fun and it's very impressive to see uh, how good some people can can use a duck call or a goose call. You know, there are not a lot of events like this in the country. Maybe that's one reason I keep mentioning Game Fair. We've seen other events like this try to pop up, and they usually go away. Uh, that's why I think it's worth highlighting, even though Texas is a long way from Minnesota and Wisconsin. This is a pretty unique event that you're not going to find in too many places. Yeah, that's correct. And, and like I mentioned before, it's a lot with the, the hands-on component of it. You know, in, in years past, we've had 
attendees from almost every state in the country has mm-hmm. been down there. Um, you know, numerous people from the Midwest come down. The thing that really sets us apart is that shooting component, having a live range where you can come and try everything from, you know, last year, the, the new Benelli 28 gauge was kind of the first public access to, to shoot it, uh, which was there. So the shooting village is a very big component. Uh, one of the exciting things we're doing this year for the shooting village, we're running a couple of promotions. So this year we're doing free shoot Friday. So everybody can shoot for free on Friday, come out and test out any firearms from any of the leading manufacturers. You know, Travis Mears does a great trick shooting demonstration all weekend long. He'll have multiple showings. Uh, we have a 300 yard range, a hundred yard rifle range, pistols, anything you want to come and try to shoot and test out, uh, you can come and, and try it out. And then you can make a purchase uh, with Reeds, who y'all are familiar with up in Absolutely. your neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come down, they're great partners with us, and they help with the facilitating of the transactions for firearms and ship directly to your local FFL dealer um, and help you set that up and run great specials and, and things like that. So you can not only come and try out a new firearm, but you can even purchase it and it'll show up to your door you know, a couple weeks later at your local dealer. Sounds fantastic. It's called Ducks Unlimited Expo, May 5th to 7th, 2023 at the Texas Motor Speedway, duckexpo.com. Uh, I got to think that you and I were talking a little bit off air. Uh, you were at the SHOT Show, saw a nice crowd out there. Things definitely seem to be bouncing back across uh, the outdoor industry, and that's got to bode well for your event, too. Yeah, absolutely. SHOT Show was great this year. Uh, it was definitely kind of the buzz that it seems to be bouncing back, following up with COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. There was there was a lot of people there. Uh, we had a lot of great conversations about DUX and a lot of excitement around it. We're looking forward to having all those companies that we talked to at SHOT Show be a part of the event. Folks can buy tickets at DuckExpo.com, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Visit uh, DuckExpo.com for tickets, for more information on the event, to learn about the incredible dog challenge that's going to be there, the shooting village, ATV test tracks, calling contests, and everything in between. Excellent. Well, I'm going to definitely have to carve out some time on my calendar to get down there and check it out firsthand. Logan, thanks a lot for joining us. Great luck with the event. I'm sure it's going to be a good show. Yeah, thank you for having me. That was Logan Nevins from Ducks Unlimited. Check out all the details on Ducks Unlimited Expo 2023 at DuckExpo.com. That was Rob Dreesline, host of Outdoor News Radio, talking with Logan Nevins, Ducks Unlimited's National Events Manager, about the DU Expo, May 5-7, through 7, at the Texas Motor Speedway in Fort Worth. Rob will be back with another DU report in a couple of months. You can catch Outdoor News Radio and our show, Outdoors Radio, on the new website, OutdoorNews.com. I'm Dan Small. You're listening to Outdoors Radio. Attention future hunters. Hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. We at Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90-plus years and your continued support of our local, family-owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs, from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids, big and small, We have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road. 
trails, or waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Spring turkey season is less than two months away now, and I know a lot of Wisconsin hunters are looking forward to hearing a gobble and calling in a bird. And there will be a lot of new hunters out there this spring as well, as there are every year. And the Wisconsin DNR, of course, wants everyone to be safe and enjoy the hunt. And joining us now with some advice for turkey hunters is Kayla Sauce. She's an outdoor skills trainer with the Division of Public Safety and Resource Protection of the DNR, and that's formerly law enforcement, if you're wondering what that's all about. She's located in Green Bay. Well, Kayla, thanks so much for joining us, and welcome to the Outdoors Radio Network. Thanks, Dan. Glad to be here. First off, what do you do as an outdoor skills trainer? My primary job is to work with the volunteer safety instructors, so the folks who run the safety classes, you know, hunter safety, boat, ATV, snowmobile safety. I train them, certify them, help them out as much as I can because they all have volunteers. Yes, they are, and there are a lot of them, and I suppose you need new ones as uh, most of them I know are, gosh, they're getting older in their 60s and 70s, some of them. Absolutely. We are always looking for new instructors. So if there is anybody out there who has a passion for hunting or recreational vehicles and wants to pass it on and teach the next generation about safety, reach out to me. We will gladly get you started. And how do they contact you? Would they just go to the DNR Hunter Safety page? You can do that or just on the general DNR website, uh, do a keyword search for outdoor skills trainer and that will pull up a whole page because we do have five of us throughout the state, throughout the different regions. And so find the one that covers your region and we can get you started in the application process. All right, great. Well, let's talk turkey here. Turkey season is coming and I know you're a turkey hunter. How did you get started? I am and I would call myself an adult onset turkey hunter. I did not start turkey hunting until just a couple of years ago. You know, I had done pretty much every other type of hunting except turkey hunting, and so I figured, you know, I'm not doing much in the April-May time frame, so why not add to my hunting repertoire and try hunting some turkeys? And you enjoy it, obviously, or you wouldn't keep doing it. I do, exactly. So, Supply for a tag every year, try to hunt every year. You know, I just honestly love sitting in the springtime woods. You know, all the birds are singing, all new plants are emerging. It's just an awesome time of year to be out in the woods. And if you get a turkey on top of that, well, that's just the cherry on top. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as you know, starting as an adult, there's a pretty steep learning curve in 
learning to hunt turkeys, even if you've done a lot of other hunting, what kinds of things did you discover as you learned to hunt turkeys that you weren't aware of or that you hadn't thought about? I realized that I'm not great at making turkey sounds. <laughs> okay. I, you know, it, it is hard to just pick up a turkey call and be good at it. It does take a lot of practice, but it is one of those things that anytime you have a couple of spare minutes, you can pick up that call and, you know, work on it in the house or in the car and do your best to get better at it. We are fortunate in this day and age that we do have access to the internet and all sorts of online resources, but at some point you do just have to get your hands on a call and try it out yourself. Absolutely. If some of our listeners are interested in starting to hunt turkeys, what advice have you got for them? I would say look for a mentor, somebody who has gone turkey hunting before. They don't have to be a turkey hunting expert by any means, but somebody who's done it before can kind of show you the ropes answer some questions for you. Having a mentor is huge when you're first getting started. Yes, it is. And there are mentor hunting opportunities. Uh, explain how that works. Here in Wisconsin, we do have Learn to Hunt Turkey courses available. Now, for this spring, most of them are filled up already. But for future, you can look for those. These are classes put on by volunteers. It includes a classroom portion where you'll kind of it and learn about turkey hunting, learn about turkeys and their biology and their habitat, things like that. Learn about safety, um, what firearms to use, how to select ammo, things like that. And then it will culminate in a hunt where you actually get to go out one-on-one -on -one with a mentor and try your hand at getting a turkey. And if the learn to hunts are filled, you can find someone who is an experienced hunter. Yep, you can. Still hunt, even if you've never completed a hunter safety course, you could still do a mentored hunt where you buy a mentored turkey hunting license and then you go out. The only stipulation is you have to stay within arm's reach of your mentor. And a mentor can be anybody who is 18 years or older and has completed a hunter safety course. So okay. if you have a friend who likes turkey hunting, has been out, come if you can take along. Okay, and then there's the youth hunt, which is a formal period just before the regular season opens. Yep, so the youth hunt is the weekend before the first time period, um, and that is for anybody under the age of 16. And those mentor rules still apply where you have to have you know, someone over the age of 18 with you, and you have to stay within arm's reach of them. Okay, so we have opportunities. Now, let's say I'm a beginning turkey hunter. Uh, maybe I'm going to try it on my own. Maybe I've been out with a mentor, but now I'm out there all alone. What are some of the concerns I should have besides trying to get a bird? What are some of the safety concerns? Yeah, so turkey hunting is unique in that you want to be as camouflaged as possible. And then on top of that, you're making turkey sounds. So, you know, you're hiding in the bushes, <laughs> sounding like a turkey. That can draw in other hunters. And so one of the biggest safety concerns is, you know, knowing your surroundings, knowing if there's other hunters around you, and just making sure that you don't have a hunting incident and that somebody's shooting at you, things like that. So if you are out in the field, you see other hunters approaching, you know, maybe just holler out, hey, I'm out here, I'm hunting. Generally not a good idea to just wave your arms around because then you look like a, a camouflage, possibly maybe look like a turkey waving your arms around. So shouting out is usually better. Anything you can do to let other people know 
you're in the area is generally a good idea. So, you know, maybe if you're hunting public land, you leave your vehicle out at the road, put a little sign in your vehicle that says camouflage hunter in the area, be aware, things like that. In general, stay safe, make sure nobody is thinking you're a turkey. Some people will wear a blaze orange cap or vest when they're moving or hang one in a tree. That's not required, but it's a good idea, isn't it? Correct. Blaze orange is not a requirement, but it's not a bad idea. You know, if you're moving from spot to spot, throw a blaze orange hat on so that no other hunters think you're a turkey moving through the woods. And then once you get settled in your spot, you know, you can absolutely take it off, put it under your backpack. Um, but, you know, if you're moving from spot to spot, making yourself visible is important. And how about hunting from a blind, a, a tent, a camouflage tent blind? Yeah, so those are generally bigger. Hunters are pretty good at spotting them. But, you know, maybe put a little orange ribbon above your blind or something to make it really visible so that folks don't think it's just a boulder or a bush and letting them know that you are actively hunting inside of it. Okay. Well, how about some practical shooting advice now? Okay, I've got a shotgun. I, I kind of know where it shoots. Shouldn't I be more precise than that when I'm going to be turkey hunting? Yeah, so always a good idea to test out your gun before season, whether going to a range or if you've got a spot at home, especially if you're shooting turkey loads. Those do shoot considerably different than maybe your standard target load. So Definitely try it out ahead of time so there's no surprises out in the field when you fire that firearm. And, of course, some new loads will reach out farther and actually kill a turkey at longer distances than I'm comfortable shooting at. But I usually tell people, boy, 25, 30 yards, if you get a bird in that yeah. close, that's a more likely range where you're going to kill a bird. Exactly, yeah. Turkey hunting is an up-close encounter, bringing them in close, and it's just exciting. Get your heart pumping, too, when you get to be that close to an animal in the wild. It sure does. Well, Kayla, I'm looking forward to spring turkey hunting, and I know you are. Any final words of advice for hunters? I just encourage everyone to stay safe out there. We want everybody to return from their hunt, and if you happen to get a turkey and bring it back home, all the better. All right. Well, Kayla, thanks so much for talking with us, and we will perhaps talk with you again or maybe another one of your colleagues. You say there are five skills trainers around the state. Uh, we might yeah. share, share the wealth and talk with someone else in a different region. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Have a good day, Dan. Yes, and good luck to you this turkey season. That was Kayla Sass. She's an outdoor skills trainer with the DNR's Division of Public Safety and Resource Protection, located in Green Bay. And you can learn more on the DNR website, dnr.wi.gov. Search under keywords, outdoor skills trainer, and you'll get all the information we've talked about and more. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Introducing the all-new OutdoorNews.com, the most trusted source for all things out of doors in the Great Lakes region just got better. At OutdoorNews.com, you'll now have full access to every outdoor news story, breaking news and updates, our comprehensive fishing and hunting reports, pro tips, and much more for our seven-state region and beyond. Top hunters and anglers look to Outdoor News to keep them up to date and ahead of the crowd. Now it's easier than ever with the all-new OutdoorNews.com. 
Winter blues bugging you? Got big muskies on your mind? We can help with that. Come to the Milwaukee Muskie Expo, February 17, 18, and 19 at Washington County Fair Park in West Bend. Talk with lure manufacturers, retailers, clubs, guides, outfitters, and lodges. Catch seminars by the country's top muskie pros. Check out the latest muskie tackle, baits, resorts, boats, and lots more. Milwaukee Muskie Expo, a family event you don't want to miss. MilwaukeeMuskieExpo.com Attention future hunters, hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic, LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms, makes, and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com. The Midwest's largest fishing website, lake-link.com, is your online fishing resource. 90% of Lake Link's features are yours to use free of charge. And members get access to Lake Link's online lake map library, lets you get GPS coordinates of any spot on the lake, and export waypoints to your onboard electronics. Members also get free outdoor classified ads, discounts on online store merchandise, and a whole lot more. You can also listen to Outdoors Radio 24-7 on Lake Link. Listen to this week's show... Catch any of our past shows, subscribe to our podcast, or even sign up for our weekly e-newsletter so you'll know in advance what's coming up right here. Just type in the keyword radio. See what you've been missing. Log on to lake-link.com today. That's lake-link.com. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. We at Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90-plus years and your continued support of our local, family-owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs, from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelm. We're brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. And Cedar Lake Sales will have lots of boats on display at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Sports Show, March 9th through the 12th at State Fair Park. Check out their website or Facebook page for details. We're also brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. Find out about their upcoming DUX Expo at duckexpo.com. That's duckexpo.com. And by the Wisconsin DNR Hunter Education Program. Want to go hunting? Sign up for Hunter Education or learn to hunt classes at dnr.wi.gov. 
and our TV show Outdoor Wisconsin may not be airing where you live now. It's kind of limited now. It airs on Milwaukee PBS and the uh, Twin Cities PBS stations. I don't know of any others that are actually carrying it now, but you can always watch past episodes online at milwaukeepbs.org. And our Deer Hunt Wisconsin show from last year and from the last couple of years is archived on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin TV YouTube channel. If you missed anything on this week's show, you can always check us out online, download the show, and uh, and listen to past shows as well. Go to lake-link.com, go to the Outdoor Radio page, and you can download the show. You can also check out Dan on social media at Dan Small Outdoors. Find me at Hardwater Jeff. And if you're looking for something to do in the evening in what's left of winter now, how about a candlelight event at a state park or natural area? We've got a couple weeks left, a couple weekends left in February. They've got hikes and snowshoe and ski outings, fat bike events every weekend now through the end of the month. Details are online on the DNR website. Just click on the events calendar and find one near you. Coming up on Saturday, March 4th, a sportsman's breakfast at Emanuel Lutheran Church Commons in New London. Doors open at 7.30, breakfast served at 9. Workshops will uh, start at two different times, 8 a.m., and then repeated at 9.45. And guest speakers include our own Wisconsin Turkey Commander, Lauren Voss, along with several other notables. Tickets are $8 in advance, $10 at the door, and you can purchase tickets in New London at Johnny's Little Shop of Bait, the New London Chamber of Commerce, and the Emanuel Church office. You've done Sportsman's Breakfast, haven't you, Jeff? I have, yes. Uh, I enjoy them. I, I, I might like the breakfast more than I like the uh, the dinners. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's a great way to start a day. I've, I've done several of each. It's been a while, but it should be a good time. March 4th. Emmanuel Lutheran Church in New London. And this from Minnesota Outdoor News. We're learning that feral hogs are pretty widespread in southern Canada, and they're actually threatening to expand into northern Minnesota. We'll try to follow that as it develops, and we hope that they don't come over our way in Wisconsin. Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. You can hear more of his tunes at warrennelson.com. I'm Dan Small here with Jeff Kelm on his way to Minnesota for a tournament. Good luck, Jeff, this weekend, and we'll Thank hear about Dan. it again next week. And get outside, folks, this weekend. Be sure to join us next week for Outdoors Radio. Let's get to the perfect speed. Oh, how I love leaving the shore behind. When the cool night swallows The moose's nose And the heron is fishing On one cold leg When the loon cries lover In the blue north wind I'll be trolling home My wrist gets a little chilly On the gunnel When my lazy Ike is just Too lazy to lure 
the worms go dry in the coffee can, honey. 